When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Now, listen, they want me to say hello. Welcome to the James Well Best Bits of Tonight's show. Wish you can hear every night, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio from 7 till 10. But I said, wouldn't it be best to call it the worst of whale? So have a listen. See what you think. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Um, let's talk to uh, Carly Mahmood, who is a Labour MP for Birmingham Perry Bar. Lots of lovely motorways in Birmingham. I Especially enjoy... by Perry Bar, right by Villa Park and Absolutely. the M6 I, and the I, M5. Yeah, yeah, I enjoy going up there for a drive yeah. quite often. Yeah. Um, mm. uh, Carly, good evening to well, you, sir. Um, yeah. Why is everybody getting upset about uh, changing um, the, the civil servant who's in charge of security? Because it seems to me we need a military person there. Well, you need experience uh, of what this sort of work involves. Uh, and if you don't understand how the departments work, how the intelligence gathering works, if you don't understand how the system that they're operating works, you are literally yeah. at a loss. This is, you know, not everything can be defined to you. And for the people to try and brief you when they need an urgent response from the prime minister, and you're guiding the prime minister to give an urgent response, when these things happen, there's very little time. Uh, in trying to get those things across. So you want somebody who has always had the handle uh, on in terms of what security issues are, how the security system works, how the department, both MI5, MI6 and other security services work and do that. And you need to be on, on the ball with that. That's why it's important. It's national security. Why, uh, why not uh, then get the head of MI5 or MI6 to do the job? Well, you have a number of civil servants who continuously do that work Mm. Through, through most of their lives and, and spend a great, great amount of time working with those people. Uh, and you do that because they are doing a particular job. If one of them retires and, that's, and, and works in the system, the problem is they'll retire from their job and not come back into civil service, uh, those people. Not all of them want to be known. Some of them will end up in the Lords. Uh, mm. Again, at an age they're at, they want to carry on doing some real changes to legislation before it uh, actually comes out so where they can contribute there. So most of them don't tend to do that, but you have civil servants who work on a regular basis with them, who have information, connections, they grow up through the service, in with them, mm. and have a great understanding about the whole issue, and that's what's important. I mean, you need a sort of, uh, what is it, like M in James Bond. You need an M character, yeah. don't you, advising the Prime Minister on security? Yeah, well, well, we we have. I mean, they do, but also what you need is somebody who can stand back and say, "Look, this is what M is advising you. What you know, this is politically what you think we should do." Because mm. civil service has a different angle on it, but has the understanding that M and perhaps in the, in the department they've had for a long time. That's what the difference is. Okay, okay. Um, the guy who's uh, taking over David Frost, though, he's already yeah. got a fairly busy job. Is it is it possible for somebody to do the same job? Both jobs? I, I, I don't think it's, I think it's very difficult. And I think, uh, again, uh, you know, uh, Mark was just going, Mark said, well, was just going off. Uh, had two jobs. I don't think a lot of people were happy about that either. Uh, the National Security Advisor job is, is a very, very important job. And I think yeah. you need to spend full time doing that rather than sharing that across two portfolios because it doesn't give you the in depth 
information, knowledge and on, on, on the button information that you need all the time. Well, obviously, the prime minister doesn't think there's anybody he'd like to be in that position. If you were the prime minister, Khalid, who would you choose? Well, look, they're, they're, they're different. I wouldn't. I don't know the civil services at the moment who is doing what, uh, at, at what level. But I'm sure that there's a number of people who worked in that department who closely linked to them, and the civil service has progression throughout the system to get people at the right place at the right time. So it trains people up to that level. So when Mark Sedwell goes or whoever the previous permanent secretary was in terms of the advisor to the uh, to the prime minister goes uh, and you do that. You know, Mark Lyle Grant, one of the great uh, diplomats, uh, was in that post a few years ago. Uh, mm. And so you've got people who within the service who've got that information, who've got that knowledge and you move them up. Uh, and that's what this is about. And that's why it's important to do that. And also they're totally independent. As civil servants, they're independent. They'll give the Prime Minister honest and independent advice to do with that without a political tinge to it. Khalid Mahmood, Labour MP for Birmingham, Perry Bar. OK, uh, we need to carry on. Yep. Uh, and let's talk now to uh, Wendy Chamberlain, Lib Dem MP for North East Fife. Good evening, Wendy. Hello, good evening. Um, tell me about this, uh, your thoughts and uh, what the Lib Dems think about this, uh, replacing the uh, guy who was in charge of... Um, uh, security and everything else with uh, David Frost, who is also negotiating our leaving of the European Union sooner the better, as far as I'm concerned. Um, do you think it's too much work for one man? Well, I think it's interesting. There's two issues to it. I think there's the fact that the head of the civil service and the national security advisor role were being done by the same person. And I think there's arguments for separating those roles. But I think there is a real concern about the national security advisor being replaced by a political appointment. And dare I say, a political appointment without really the expertise in this area. And yes, you're right. We are expecting this person, David Frost, to carry out the continuing of the Brexit negotiations as well as taking on you know, what is an absolutely critical uh, role mm. for, for, the, for the future of the country. And what about Boris's speech of uh, build, build, build? Um, because it's often in, in uh, areas, and I know there are only a few of them, with a Lib Dem MP that always make the most fuss about any kind of planning. You get the NIMBYs, uh, yeah. often Lib Dem supporters, who just moan about everything. I don't think we moan about everything, but I think the issue for me is today in Parliament I hosted two sessions, and I know a number of MPs did it, around uh, the time is now, which is really about talking about a green recovery. And I think the concerns about Boris's mantra in terms of build, build, build is we are potentially building without thinking about and taking the opportunity, one of the very few opportunities that the pandemic gives us, to think about how to do things differently. So we're talking about five billion, we're calling it Roosevelt. I have to say, I thought he was talking about Teddy as opposed to FDR there. But the reality is, and I think Friends of the Earth said this, it's £100 per person. That equates mm. to a Netflix subscription and not necessary life-changing investment in mm. the way that the New Deal did in this. Yeah, Wendy, thank you very That's much indeed. Yeah. Uh, Wendy Chamberlain, who's Lib Dem MP for North East Fife. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on talk radio. Boris Johnson uh, says now is the time to be ambitious. It is, it is. Are you ambitious? Yeah. Ash? Yeah, no, let's yeah. do it. Let's build. Um, about the UK's future, has he set out a post-coronavirus recovery plan? Uh, Jonathan Porritt, economist, joins us now. Jonathan, good evening to you. Uh, good evening. Everything seems to get stuck on planning rules and regulations, doesn't it? Um, well, 
that's certainly part of the issue in building houses, um, but more of it really is just a lack of political will on the part of the government. I mean, we've been hearing about um, infrastructure plans uh, from, you know, George Osborne was very fond of going around building sites in Orange Vest, yeah. wasn't, wasn't he? And actually, not a lot well, actually happened. Every side liked to do that, if you remember, whether oh, they're yeah. Labour, Tory or whatever. They all like to be filled in, uh, filmed in a dump truck. Yes, he did that um, today, didn't he, Boris? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a piddling amount, though, isn't it, Jonathan? Uh, it is a piddling amount. Uh, as you said, it's not new money in any event, but £5 billion is about one quarter of 1% mm. of the annual output of the UK economy, and this is spread over some years. So it's, uh, it's not really remotely serious. I mean, I think a m- more positive spin on this, in my view, is that, look, the real problem, as you said in the intro, is that... L- and possibly hundreds of thousands of jobs are going right now. Um, and what we need is a big program for jobs. And the government, I think, is planning to announce something in the next couple of weeks. Today wasn't it. Um, mm. But they really need to get a move on and announce something serious about jobs. Because if people aren't working, they can't spend. And uh, so everything begins to slow mm. down. So everybody needs jobs. Mm. And I th- oh, those people who are pretty flush... They should start spending their money instead of being very tight and worrying about a rainy day. But how do they create jobs, Jonathan? I mean, what, just building work and stuff like that? How would you, the government create jobs? Um, I think I mean, building work creates some jobs, but it's not the main uh, source of, of jobs. And there are two fairly obvious things they could do very quickly. Um, I mean, the first is social care. We've underfunded and understaffed the care system for, well, um, decades, but especially in the last 10 years, and we've, we're paying the price for that, those mm. cuts now. So, you know, it's a sort of obvious on every single front. It would be good for the economy. It would be good for the people who've got jobs. It would be good for um, the people who are uh, who need care to have a massive expansion of the care system. Yeah. Well, I think, so you know, one, that, that that's presumably we're going to start doing that, but we've had to pay off an enormous amount of debts left for us by the Labour Party anyway. Well, we didn't pay it off, and quite right, too. I mean, of course, the debt is uh, it's far higher than it was when Labour left office. Um, well, not surprising, is it, because we've had to... We're piling... Well, no, it was far higher when we went into this crisis than it was when uh, we went into the 2008-9 crisis. Um, and, yeah, because um, we so... were, you know, the, the country was building, was getting stuff going... But before that, when, after 13 years of Labour, I mean, there wasn't a lot left. They spent, 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 didn't they? Well, that doesn't really make sense, does it? I mean, what I we... I don't know. Have, I'm not an economist. We had, we, we, we've got a much higher debt now than when Labour left office. Um, and, and as I said, that's fine. Well, of course. The unfortunate thing is that we've had 10 years of underinvestment. Uh, the care sector is perhaps the most obvious, but not the necessarily... That it isn't the end of it by a long way. We so we've we we unfortunately George Orwell didn't fix the roof while the sun was shining. No. Uh, 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 it was quite okay. the opposite. He decided what? to take down bits of the roof to uh, reconstruct other bits of furniture, and, mm. and that unfortunately left us more vulnerable than we needed to be when we went into this crisis. Listen, Jonathan. Thank you very much indeed for the moment, Jonathan Poor. 
Chapters uh, Economist. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Uh, right, uh, traffic chaos alert as 10 million drivers are set to celebrate lockdown easing with an overnight holiday on Super Saturday. Uh, Quentin Wilson, motoring journalist, joins us now. Quentin, good evening. Hello, James. Um, is this all a load of, it's all pie in the sky, isn't it really? Nobody knows what anyone's going to do. I don't know how they can make a prediction that 10.5 million people are going to get out of their beds on Saturday morning, get into their cars and drive to all these destinations. I think we will see quite a bit of movement because there'll be people who want to see their friends and relatives they haven't seen since March. Mm. And the pub reopening, that could have something to do with it, although there's going to be perspex screens and you won't be able to get the mm. bar and your waiter or your, your server's going to have a, a, a plastic PPE mask on. So I'm not sure that's going to be as, as enjoyable as people mm. think. So I'm, I'm very dubious that we're going to see this massive explosion of, of traffic. Mm. I don't think I'll be going then in that case if it's all no. got to be There'll like be that. There'll be queues outside as well, won't there? Well, yeah, well, and it's going to rain, oh, isn't it? So, yeah, you know, yeah. I can't think of anything more miserable oh, driving 100 miles to your favourite pub and sitting in the yeah. in the garden in the rain. A metre away from everything. Are you, where are yeah. you, Quentin? You sound like you're in a car, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm in my office at home in Stratford-Haven. Oh, right. Actually, by the way, I, I had a, a, a... The new Mustang is very nice. I had a drive of the new Mustang uh, oh, yeah. about six months ago. Very nice. Yeah, fabulous car with its ten-speed gearbox, and they even do a bullet version in Highland Green as a oh, homage yeah, to, the, to the film. Um, yeah. Wonderful. And look, it's 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 kind of the end of the world's coming, and you only live once. And you know, we should go and buy these cars and enjoy them before they they ban them completely. Good point. Yeah, I think that's a very good point. I mean, uh, some of the new Range Rovers and the derivatives thereof, like the uh, Discovery, smaller one, not the bigger one. Um, are just uh, wonderful to drive. They are. I've got a, a Range Rover Velar because I'm a Midlands boy, and you know I think we should support our industries. I like it's the great. Velar, but yeah, um, the Velar, Velar, yeah, but the, the doors sink into the outside, oh. and, and people well, say, the, "Why do you buy?" Yeah, the handles oh. do, don't they? Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the, hand, the handles too. <laughs> um, but, you know, everything's blank and you go and turn it on and then everything lights up. There are no Ooh, dials, nice. nothing. I like that. That's nice. I like that, yeah. Yeah. It's like, a, it's like a rocket. When it goes wrong. And when well, your software yeah. goes. <clears throat> what do yeah. you think about all these new technologies like the scooters and all these electrics? I think they're really good. You just put them over your shoulder, get on the train and you, you don't have to walk. We don't anymore. want any on the roads, Quentin. On the pavement. Can we stop? Well, no, look, look if, if, if we're really, truly going to be green, let's have electric scooters. Let's allow them. And sure, some idiots will fall off and probably hurt themselves and yeah. some sadly may even kill themselves. But it will help congestion. It will help air quality. Mm. We've, um, we've got Richard Tice has just called us. Oh. And uh, he wants to have a chat to uh, Quintin about uh, Teslas. Is that right with you, Quintin? Yeah, fine. Yeah, OK. Richard. James, how are you? I'm very good, Richard. How are you? Yeah, fantastic, fantastic. Listen, Quintin's absolutely right. We've got to go green. I've just done the same thing. I've just ordered a Tesla, and I'm super, super excited. I've gone for the Model S. And, you know, it's the way forward. Uh, I'm afraid, you know, the petrol heads are yesterday's story. Damn. But it's also very quick, James, isn't it? I drove a Tesla Model S performance the other day, 2.9 seconds to 60 miles an hour. That's just neck snapping. Well, we we did it, you know. Um, Not on a public road. It's okay, guys. Well, you can do it on a public road. You come out of Scratchwood Services and you're straight (laughs) at motorway speed. (laughs) 
within two seconds. <laughs> two point nine seconds. Yeah, fantastic. But they're brilliant. And so, I'm, I'm, how long have you had yours, Richard? No, I've just ordered it. I'm hoping for delivery in August. I'm very excited. Okay. Just <laughs> getting the charging point installed. You know, I think these are going to be huge going forward, and I mm. think there's, it's just a massive post-Brexit opportunity. We've got to think green, be you know much more uh, in tune with the environment. I mean, just you know, in central London, the 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 clean air, uh, you know, the lack of smell of fumes, I think has has taught us all a lot. You know, I, I've learned a lot, and uh, my views have been transformed. Um, Quentin, thank you very much indeed for talking to us. We must talk more often. And Richard, thank you for listening to Britain's best radio station and calling in. That's yeah. what we like. Thanks, Richard. The James Whale Show. Come praise the whale on Talk Radio. Do I make you nervous? No, no, you don't. Like don't mean to. I mean, I, you know, that well, you don't. Be I mean, I'm, not, I'm not nervous. Are you sure? Well, no, now that you say that, I'm not. I'm starting yeah. to think I might be. Is it? Slightly. Should I talk more like that? No, that's that? your Father Christmas voice. It's not okay, time, yes. Time for <clears throat> yeah. I had a go on one, actually. Scary. You would look like a complete pillow. I, I did, especially because uh, I was scared of <laughs> screaming at the same time. <laughs> well, James, yeah. I, used to watch you, I used to watch you on telly many years ago. When you were a boy? Yes. <laughs> oh, shut <laughs> up. I earn a, a lot less than I used to. It's me who's uh, got the good contracts. I... <laughs> Um, what do you think of uh, Margaret Thatcher's outburst in the Commons today? M- Mrs May, I think Margaret, Margaret Thatcher. Thatcher. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm thinking of my heroine. She was channel- I've channeled. So, in, in other words, you've been in bed all day, haven't you? No, I'm not in bed. I, I got up about, you know, half twelve. So, you know, and then I, <laughs> I, I you know. <laughs> that was uh, the clips for today. The worst of Whale, or sorry, sorry, the best of James Whale. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed them. Well, I suppose if you didn't enjoy them, you won't be listening, will you? Anyway, I'll be back 7 o'clock until 10, Monday to Friday, on Talk Radio. Have a great day. Thank you for listening. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.